Welcome to the Club Leadership Podcast with Jim Weidman and Friends, the original podcast for Next Gen and Kidman leaders. Let's see who joins Jim on this episode. Hello, welcome to the Club Leadership Podcast. I'm Jim Weidman, and I have one of my favorite people. Uh, not only has he been on the podcast before, but I get to do life with this guy at all of our Live to Serve events. Adam Duckworth is in the house. Ducky? <laughs> Jimmy, how you doing, What's baby? going on, hey, man? Thanks for having me. I'm glad to be back. It's hey, good it's, to be here. It's good to be on the podcast. You know, uh, some of you that don't know Adam, that just means you hadn't been to a kid camp. Camp Kid Jam. Camp Kid Jam. Yeah, I've been the host of Camp Kid Jam for about 10 years now. Oh, my I'm getting goodness. old, Jim. Well, I think they <laughs> had you when you, you, were, you were just in high school. They had start. me when I was about 23. Three, I hosted my first one, 24. Oh, my goodness. Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh, not only does Adam do stuff for Orange, mm-hmm. but he is the lead communicator of... Uh, downtown Harbor Church. Downtown Harbor Church. People, I've been there. Yeah, yes, you have. And people like to call it Downton Harbor Church, you know, but just because it got a little British flair, yeah, but it's yeah. downtown Harbor Church in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. So and we're, it is yeah, happening. Yeah, God's doing some great things. Oh, man, if I could tell you the stories about Downtown Harbor Church, I mean, we are a 16-month-old church plant, and, I mean, lives are being changed. Um, we're growing, which is exciting. Yeah. I mean, it's just been one of those points in a church plant where we've had those moments where, hey, your service is full, so you have to ask people people to go to your earlier service. You're putting out chairs. It's just a really cool thing that we're doing because um, you never know. You know, when you kind of roll the dice with a church plant, you feel like you've been led here by God, but you never really know, hey, is this going to work? Are we going to succeed? And so it's been a really cool about 16 months. That's great. Yeah. Now your wife, tell everybody about your wife and what she does because she was a part of something really big yeah, lately, just the other you know, day. she was. And if you've been to Live to Serve, you've heard this story because I closed my, you know, talk at Live to Serve with this. But Caitlin's an emergency room trauma nurse in at Broward General or Broward Health in downtown Fort Lauderdale, Florida. And she was actually um, on shift the day that the mass shooting happened at our airport. Yeah. And so all of those yeah, patients. And I was I was doing a mass texting trying to find out if you were flying. You were. <laughs> I'm, I, you wouldn't have believed my phone that day. Unbelievably so. Um, it just happened. I was out walking the dog. It didn't have my phone because she had jumped over my earbuds the week before and broke the screen so I left it at home at that exact moment I got home and there were hundred I mean it's just a lot of people cared so that was really cool but no she's a very tough woman has been involved in uh, so many things down there in, in Broward um, but that that was one of them that was a really powerful yeah, story they so were able to say they saved everybody who came in that is so great mm-hmm, which is, is really so cool so and she's wonderful I got I got to meet her yeah she is well. wonderful and, and the uh, dog is wonderful and God's just blessed you ducky <laughs> I know hasn't he yeah well, you know, last time you were on, we talked about uh, your book, Not Normal. Correct. And uh, you have another book. Yeah. A second book you did with Sue Miller, Leading Not Normal Volunteers. Yes. And uh, tell everybody again, if for some weird reason they didn't get that book the first time, tell them how you define a not normal volunteer. Well, what we say about not normal volunteers is that when you've signed up to give your life to something bigger than yourself for free, that makes you not normal. Um, because most people don't do that in their life. They're selfish. And not, it's not a bad word. They just are consumed with their own self and their own family and their own, you know, 
job and agenda. And so when you sign up to volunteer for no compensation, we think that's a not normal thing. Furthermore, in the local church, it's extremely not normal because, I mean, this is kind of madness in here, Jim, from babies to (laughs) elementary age kids to teenagers. I mean, when you say yes to doing that, then you are definitely not normal in culture. And so what we did was we wrote that book, Not Normal. We kind of call it we kind of call it to every volunteer on the planet. And over the course of time, about 14 or 15 months after we wrote Not Normal, we were traveling around and talking about the book, and leaders would come up to us and they go, we love this book for our volunteers. We love to read it ourselves. Could you, or are you going to write a resource that is specifically written to leaders f- to help us do this? And so that was where the idea for leading Not Normal volunteers kind of was birthed. And so we wrote this book uh, probably about, 10 months ago it came out and um, it's been a really cool ride to watch leaders engage with this kind of stuff because it's helping them day by day figure out how do I as a leader lead these volunteers who are not normal. And not only did you write a book about it, but you and Sue are doing some coaching sessions. Yes, we are. To help leaders open up this book, dive into it, and put it into work. Well, here's what was going on with me and Sue. Sue and I had a conversation last fall, and we were like, we're doing so many individual coaching for individual leaders. People would come to us and say, would you agree to coach me for 10 weeks or do whatever? And so I wrote some content, Sue wrote some content, and we said, what if we put this out there to see if people wanted to kind of do a group thing so they could not only interact with us, but interact with each other, uh, which has been so beneficial for our leaders. So we have 10 weeks of content that we wrote to go through this, and it has been a really cool story. People are asking us, hey, when's the next session? Because we want in. That'll happen in early May. But it's been a really cool thing to uh, to be a part of. Yeah, That is great. So if folks out there in pod world yes. um, want to find out about coaching, how would they do that? Great, great question. So notnormalbook.com, just like it sounds, notnormalbook.com, and then just click on coaching. Okay. And the, all the information's there. We'll open registration for our May session probably in mid-March. Yeah, I've had some folks that have been through Infuse with me, and they're doing this right now, and they love it. Yeah, well, thank and, you so uh, much. And just hearing great things. And, uh, I mean, anytime you can spend time with authors of books, and I love to share my books with people because you get a totally different outlook and when when you're hearing the heart behind why it was written and absolutely well, what so I love important. about what I love about that and is sharing content with leaders especially in this kind of a setting is it whether it's individual or a group coaching thing is that everybody's coming at it from a different perspective we have people from the mega church world who are in multi-campus situations we have people who are church planners we have people with dying churches and thriving churches I mean it's really cool to and and to watch them help each other too which is which is a really um you know, interesting thing to be a part of and watch. Yeah. Let's just go through some of this. Yeah. And you tell me, uh, start somewhere, making it easy and making friends. So what we feel like is, and this is so key, so we wrote these seven quirks of incredible volunteers. We said to leaders, hey, listen, you have to make it easy for your volunteers to start somewhere. Yeah. You have to make it difficult and easy at the same time. Because what we found, Jim, was so many leaders didn't really have a plan in place, a system in place once a volunteer wanted to start. So we kind of outline, hey, this is what you do when a volunteer wants to start. And you need to be organized and have a mission and a vision and getting that out there. And so that's the starting somewhere piece because let's face it, if you don't have a place for them to fit and, and for them to plug in, they're not going to stick. Yeah. That's a, I always tell folks, make a list. If people were no problem, 
make a list of every place you could use a volunteer. That's it. Because Jesus never said that he would meet our wants. He said I'd meet our needs. And once we identify that position, now we've made a volunteer need. That's right. That's great. I love it. That's great. Small is big. Well, this is one of our favorite quirks. It's this idea that we as leaders have a responsibility to help our volunteers understand that the smallest things they do have the biggest results. We tend to, because, you know, your volunteers don't tend to think, oh, I really made a difference today. Yeah. No four-year-old's going to come up to you and say, Thanks, <laughs> thank you for spiritually impacting my life and I'm yeah. on a better path and direction. Fourth graders either. No, yeah. no, but, I mean, it's not happening. So it's our job as leaders, and we talk about this in leading not normal volunteers, to help our volunteers identify those small moments and to help you know, leaders kind of almost elevate them to let their volunteers know how much they mean. Yeah. yeah. I try to start every meeting with a volunteer by talking about God's stories. That's great. Just talking about little things yeah. that make the that big difference. made the big difference. That's right. That's and, what we say. And, you know, if, if all you have to do is just keep it in front of them, you're making a difference. That's right. You're making a difference. That's right. This is big stuff in the kingdom. Because they don't see it every week. No. It's hard to, for sure. Yeah. And, you know, I am amazed at how many leaders don't write down those kind of stories oh, yeah. to share in the big content. Absolutely. And we need to be doing that yeah, for sure. That's good. Own, don't rent. My now favorite. This, that's my favorite. My well. favorite. Tell that story when you rented the car. Oh, yes. I yeah. was in Birmingham. Yeah. And I rented my a, hometown. Your hometown. And I go to the airport and I rent the car and they ask me, Would you like the insurance? I said, I don't know. Well, what will the insurance get me? Well, the guy said to me, He goes, you could bring back just a steering wheel, sir, and you'd be fine. <laughs> and I said, "I know that made his boss happy." I made his boss, yeah, made his <laughs> boss happy. But I just said, "You would never do that to your own car." Yeah. And so the, that, the, those principles apply to the way that we volunteer, owning and yeah. renting. And so we want all of our volunteers to look like owners. How do we do that? Yeah. So we give leaders five things that they can do to help make their volunteers renters and not owners. And that's a really cool. That's a really cool thing. Yeah. yeah. Now chapter four is really the theme of leave to serve. Live live to, to serve this year. year. Yeah. It's you, me, and we. Yeah. It's it's all about volunteer community. It's this, it's this idea that what we can do together is better than what we can do apart. Sure. And being united. Sounds around, very orangey. It does sound it very sounds, orangey, doesn't it? very orangey. Being united me. around a strategy, being yes. uh, connected to each other. Um, there's a lot of things that we talk about in there. And so, because as a leader, you want your volunteers to be in community with each other. You yeah. want your volunteers to be growing and thriving together. And when you see that magic happen, I call it, when I speak about it, I almost call it this intangible, this X factor. Yeah. You can't explain it, you can't describe it, but it just works. And then other people want to be a part of it. And so therefore, that is um, what we talk about in You, Me, and We. Yeah, now we're, let's just kind of pause on the book just a minute yeah. and go to live to serve. There's plenty of events left if people want to be a part of it. There is. There's three left. We're going to Norfolk, Virginia. We're going to Chicago, and we're going to Grand Rapids. So check the website. Yeah, That's livetoserve.co. Yeah. And yes, there are um, events left this spring. Um, I don't know how many spots are left at each event, but I know we have openings. Yeah. And so check that out because this is an event you don't want to miss for your volunteers. Yeah. And also, we have an afternoon for the leader. Correct. And uh, they can actually get free individual coaching yes. from Sue Miller and myself. Yes. And, uh, you know, we have people sign up for those. And today I'm going to be meeting with uh, We're to Live to Serve event recording this. And uh, I'm going to be meeting with some folks. And I'm so excited. That yeah. We get to come alongside people and Absolutely. do these things. And uh, Live to Serve is 
Um, I think one of the things that make it so special is everybody on this team loves one another. We really do. And not only do we love one another, we're passionate about volunteers. Yeah. It's and a special group of people. Everybody has worked with volunteers for a number of years. Yep. And uh, I think we're, you know, I keep hearing story after story after story. So, uh, again, uh, you, me, and we um, live to serve.co and uh, check that out. There's still plenty of uh, opportunities to do this, and it's cheap. It's very cheap. I don't know what it costs off the top know. of my head either. We they don't tell us what it costs. No, they but don't. I'm, they don't let us handle money. Yeah, no, they, <laughs> they keep us. Jim, they have you noticed they've been Jim. They they try to keep us apart, don't they? Yeah, it's 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 kind of funny. They they they're just a little scared. They're well. I mean, we've gotten in a little trouble before. Well, not much, but not a little. Not much, but it's kind of fun. Uh, again, this is a concept that you've talked you talk about in the other book as well. It is. These are all concepts that we've taken from Not Normal and then helped the leader implement them, which is kind of cool. That's but the good. next one, um, the next quirk is honor the leader. And here's the deal. We just kind of say to the leaders in this honor the leader chapter, we say, hey, listen, if you want to be a leader worth honoring, you better be a, a leader worth honoring. We talk about showing up early, being yeah. the first person there. We, we talk about a lot of that because, you know, so many leaders struggle with people supporting their vision. We hear yeah. that over and over again. How do I get my volunteers on board? How do I get them to support my vision? What does that look like? And we really get a chance to unpack that in here, which is kind of cool. And Jim, I know throughout the years you've sat with broken leaders who are yeah. just broken. Well, over. Well, it goes to the place they're not willing to set the example. That's right. And I know I work so much with young leaders, and it's amazing to me. Um, they don't read the scripture. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, don't let anybody look down on you, on you because you're young. Right. But that's one of the big buts of the Bible. Right. Um, what you do is be an example. That's right. And it doesn't matter if you're an old leader, young leader, you've been doing this a million years, you're brand new. Um, I always tell people that, about it this way. I got some good news and some bad news. And the good news is I'll never ask you to do anything that I'm not willing to do myself. I say the same thing. Yeah. That's why I'm in, in my jobs as a kids director and then a family ministry director and now as a lead communicator, I am always, always, always the first person in the building. Yeah, but the bad news to that yeah. is I'm just about willing to do anything. That's true, because you, you have to watch yourself as well. Yeah, and so it's important that you set the example. Uh, six, replace, your, uh, replace yourself. Oh, it's interesting that we talk about how to be this incredible volunteer and then we say, hey, give it to somebody else. Yeah. But that's really the only way that long-term the vision lasts yeah. is if we understand that our time is limited and that we have to replace ourselves and that someone else is going to come along. God's going to bring someone else along to continue to execute the vision that we've been so passionate about. You know, about. any sport, the only way to win on a consistent basis is to build depth at all key positions. Yep, absolutely. It's the same way to win in ministry. Absolutely. You build depth. You build depth. And, and one of the things, you know, when I started doing this, people looked at me like I was weird, but rather than have an assistant that just covered absenteeism, the second Sunday of every month, I let my assistant teachers, uh, I let my assistant worship leaders, I let uh, those small group helpers lead that Sunday so they had some playing time. Yeah, for sure. And and again, you're replacing yourself. You're right. working on building depth so you can start that's another right. service. That's you can right. implement another campus yep. and do those things. And so that's important. And then last but not least. You can't always see it. No. It's this, you can't, it's this idea that 
we're never going to be able to see the results of what we do here on earth. And we think that we can in some way, but really that's we have to admit that God is bigger than who we are yeah. and that he's working behind the scenes writing a bigger story in the lives of these kids and teenagers that we have the opportunity to work with and we probably aren't going to have the opportunity to see these results. Yeah. And that's hard because we, we're, we're, we're a culture that wants information quick, yeah. right? It's a, we want to hold it. We want to feel it. Our smartphones give us information immediately. Yeah. And the, the, we, we have to understand that that's not how this works. I know I tell folks all the time, you have not been alive uh, when there wasn't a microwave and there wasn't a drive through window. Right. I have. Yeah. And so I have a totally different look at yeah. time and how it takes time to build something great. And really, the greater yeah. the gain, the longer it takes. Totally agree. The difference between a garage uh, and a 40-story building is it's worse. So it's going to take more time to build it. Right. And so the same thing's true in ministry. And sometimes we want to see instant results. We do, but they're not going to happen. Now, and just that teaching... Folks, how to celebrate. You know, it's amazing. God said in his word that he leads us in steps. The steps of the righteous are ordered of the Lord, but we don't think in steps. Mm-hmm. We think in leaps and jumps. Right. And if we'll go back to steps, uh, all of a sudden, you know, we're not where we want to end up, but we're not where we started either. Right, of course. And that being able to celebrate every step. Every step along the way. Yeah. It's, it's a big so deal. Good. It's a big deal. And it's so good. So what a great book. And I know that if you are leading volunteers, and probably everybody that's listening to the club podcast, uh, you are either either list, working with volunteers in children's ministry, student ministry, or maybe your lead parking pastor. lot. Yeah, parking lot. I love the everybody. parking lot guys, yeah. don't you? Yeah, you have to. Or gals, I love them. You got to yeah, love them. No matter the weather, oh, they're, they're happy there. together. They're ha- <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Amen. They're out there having a big time, and all they really want. Or popsicles That's in, the all. Su- in the summer. <laughs> That's all they want are popsicles. That's all they want. You get popsicles for the parking lot. and They'll you, be there for years. They'll be there forever. That's right. And so uh, it's kind of fun. Now, where can folks get their hands on this book? Oh, great question. So um, it's available on the Orange Store. So Orange published this book for us. Um, it was It's available at orangestore.org. Um, and you can get some bulk pricing there should you want to get them for your entire team. So that's great. Of course great. they do. Of course they do. And then um, it's also available on Amazon. So you, okay. if you just do a simple search on Amazon, um, they're stocked and ready to go. And, and the so best way to contact you and Sue? Is to go to notnormalbook.com. And you can fill out an inquiry form if you want us to come and speak or hang out or do a volunteer event. We do them together and separate. Oh, man. And my website is adamduck.com. So Adam Duckworth was not available. Um, Who but Adam, got it? I, I, some guy in Europe, he's a photographer. Oh, don't check God. out his pictures, though. I don't think they're very, like, clean. Okay, That's you not, heard it, kids. Don't go do that. Don't go to that website. That is not. I, I, there's a photographer. I've Googled myself and the photographer in Europe. In public? What do you mean? Googled yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's one of the things I try not to every day. Yeah, that's a People good thing. People always ask me uh, when I went when I go to a church and uh, they'll say, "Have you ever Googled yourself?" Uh-huh. And I always say, "Not in public." Not in public. That's yeah. good. I'm going to use that. That's yeah, good. Yeah, that's pretty good. But anyway, no, you can get it there. And then my website is adamduck.com. I would, we go around and speak different volunteer events, leadership stuff. Organizations would love to be a part of that and have that conversation t- that too. That is so, so great. Yeah, it's been fun. We Sue and I have actually since we wrote Not Normal. We've been kind of traveling all over the country doing volunteer events, leadership events. It's been a volunteer trainings. It's been a really fun ride, Jimmy. It's been great. Yeah, yeah. that's what it's all about. Yep. Well, you know, I have found a way uh, 
that if you are willing to give of yourself and to make a difference in others' lives, the Lord will open the door. Absolutely, 100%. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm at the place, I, I am blown away with the opportunities and the thing God opens up for me. Yeah. And uh, Adam, I am so tickled that you would take time out. We're, we're actually kind of behind the scenes. We're behind the scenes here in Cincinnati. Uh, yeah. Adam, Home of the what? Uh, home Skyline Chili. And Dancing Pig. Oh, Dancing Pig. Yeah, I yeah. thought so. It's a song from the 40s. Yeah. Uh, Cincinnati's Dancing Pig, He's the Barnyard, Mr. Big. <laughs> yeah. hey, have you ever heard that song, Walking Your Cat Named Dog? Yes. Yeah, it was the 70s. It was the 70s. 68, yeah. maybe 69, uh-huh. somewhere. Walking all around the town. Something yeah. like, walking my, my cat, cat named dog. dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah. there you go. Well, uh, some of you, uh, check out that book and uh, check out Live to Serve. And um, I just appreciate you taking time out to uh, be a part of the podcast and listening. And uh, this is something that will help your volunteers, will help your ministry. So be sure and check out what Adam and Sue are doing. So I want to thank you for being a part of uh, the Club Leadership Podcast and for you listening. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, Again, uh, you can get on kidmencoach.com. And uh, if you're not a member of kidmencoach.com, you can uh, have a little uh, code to help you save some money. Just use uh, the coupon code GET10. And uh, we discuss the podcast every month with other uh, podcast listeners there and other folks and children's ministry especially. And uh, so check out kidmencoach.com. And I appreciate you listening. We'll see you next month. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Club Leadership Podcast with Jim Weidman. To continue the conversation online, go to kidmancoach.com and click on the club group. For more information about Jim, his blog, books, and resources, as well as his infused coaching program, go to jimweidman.com. At Jim Weidman Ministries, we're committed to building strong leaders.